Hello, fellow Dis Nerds, and welcome to the Couple of Dis Nerds podcast. I am Madeline, and I am one part of the couple. And I'm Timmy, the ocarina guy. <laughs> and we are here today to talk all things Disney photo spots. We can't wait to tell you all about it. So we have a couple spots today that we're going to talk about in terms of where to get the best pictures in Walt Disney World. I think there's a lot of spots, Tim, that are unknown to people. I mean, there's a lot of good known spots and there's a lot of good hidden spots. Yeah, and it's kind of like a, I don't even know how to say it, like a hidden loop amongst Disney vloggers or Disney lifestyle Instagrammers the hidden spots that make a really great picture. I think a lot of people know of the bigger spots like the Epcot ball and the castle. Obviously standing in front of them is gonna make a fantastic picture, but there are a lot of spots all throughout Disney World in multiple different parks that really make for a great backdrop. Well, I also feel like every park has a, a unique vibe for the park, you know? For sure. So let's start by talking about the vibe of each park and kind of what the aesthetic is and how that relates to the future specific photo spots that we're going to talk about. I think we should start with the biggest park for photos, which in my opinion would be Magic Ed Kingdom. Con. What? What? Everyone takes pictures at Magic Kingdom. Did you mean Epcot? Oh my goodness gracious. We're going to start with Magic Kingdom. Come on. So I would say, well, let me start by asking you, Tim, what do you think the overall vibe slash aesthetic is at Magic Kingdom. Let's put it in one word. Whimsical. Okay. Do you want to elaborate at all on that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I will elaborate. So, okay. yeah, I think the Magic Kingdom vibe is whimsical because there's a bunch of different kind of vibes around the park, but all of them are kind of these fun, upbeat aesthetics. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think whimsical is a great word. I think Magic Kingdom is very pastel, um, very like light and airy. It definitely has that whimsical vibe to it. So a lot of the photo spots there, you're not really going to find like a darker place for a photo or something with a kind of just like a deeper backdrop. Most of the places there are pastel and are very light. But I like that vibe regarding Magic Kingdom. I think the biggest obvious place for a wonderful photo at Magic Kingdom is in front of the castle, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, they call it the Disney weenie. And they do that because, and this is a real term, is because um, Disney used to come home from work and he would have a hot dog and his dog would follow him around with the hot dog and he thought he should have a park icon in the center of the park that could always lead guests back to following the centralized plan of the park and that was the weenie that people would follow yeah it is very much like a place that you can anywhere you are in magic kingdom whether you're in Frontierland, tomorrowland wherever you can look up and try to spot the castle and it can kind of re like recenter you as to where you are. So you don't get lost. I would say though, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion, I don't love the look of the castle now. Wow. Ever since they redid it. Unpopular I like opinion. the gray with the blue. Nope. I think it, 
<laughs> I think it looked great and not that the pink looks bad but I think in terms of photos it's a little bit more dramatic of a color scheme so it's a little bit more hard it's a little bit harder to match for a good photo I think and I will say one of the the photo things that you can add into the castle picture is the statue with Walt holding Mickey's hand That's yeah awesome that is that is a good one that is a good one um, but I would say definitely whimsical is the overall aesthetic for Magic Kingdom. My only exception to that would be probably like Tomorrowland and Frontierland. They are a little bit different. They still have that whimsical aspect to them, but I find Tomorrow Tomorrowland is very like futuristic and Frontierland is very like browns, grays, nature aesthetic. So they're a little bit different in that regard. Totally. And I think you're right that there's different vibes across the park, but they're kind of all good individual spots and we'll get into where the spots are yeah we're going to talk about the specific spots in each location my second biggest park in my opinion would be epcot so what would you say is the overall aesthetic or vibe of epcot clean <laughs> and i would say what why clean <laughs> why clean yeah exactly yeah uh, because you're going to get a lot of uh modern and futuristic looking pictures Okay. In Epcot, that are going to give that kind of clean, in the minimal, front. in clean minimalist. Uh, you will. I'm. I think that's the vibe of the park, the front of the park. The front of the park for sure. Yes, I would say for Epcot, I would use two different ones. I would say very futuristic for the front, but the World Showcase. I would say very. I don't know. I would say for the World Showcase, I would say very, like, overarching. There's a lot There's of diversity different... diversity a bad answer on that one? I feel like there's, <laughs> so, there's so many different Yeah. I, I, that's kind of what I was going with with overarching, is there's an aesthetic at each showcase or each country in the World Showcase that is so incredibly different from every other country that you can really get amazing backdrops at any of them. You can take stunning photos at any of the places in the World Showcase, and what's so amazing about them is they are so drastically different from one another. Like, for you to take a picture in Japan, it's going to look incredibly different than taking one in Italy. Italy. Yeah. Oh, we both oh thought of the same country. Um, so I think, me personally, Epcot is my favorite spot for photos because I think you can get that fun, futuristic look in the front of the park, which is amazing, but you can also get really any picture that you want from the World Showcase in a lot of ways. So and I it, would say it's the best place for trying to get a good photo. And I will say they did really well in this aspect. For all the countries, they're all on a circle, right? So they all face out from the circle. And every country, you can get like a clean shot of just the country's vibes. But if you turn towards the lagoon, then you can get like an, an Epcot vibe again, where you yeah. can see a little bit of the country and the Epcot ball. So you could do one that's like just, you know, an Italian aesthetic. Yep. Or you could do an Italian aesthetic where you have the uh, the boat that would be in uh, Venice. The and gondola. then Yeah, the gondola. Yeah. And have the Epcot ball in it as well. So you could get like two vibes from each of the countries. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, the next park that I wanted to talk about in terms of its overall vibe, I feel like gets... This park gets no love, but it has amazing <laughs> spots for pictures. And it gets no love. And I don't get why. And I'm gonna talk no, about no, Animal no, 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 no. I'm gonna talk about Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom <laughs> has amazing 
spots for pictures. People do not understand how great the aesthetic is there. No, Tim's making faces, but he's just wrong. Dak gets no love, and I stand by that. Wow. Can you explain what Dak means? Disney's Animal Kingdom. There you go. So, um, yeah, I just don't agree. I mean, <laughs> what is there to take pictures of in Animal Kingdom? Oh, my... Okay. There's no we're rides gonna, going on. There's nothing... No. The Tree of Life no. is cool. Everyone has that Everyone has that picture. One okay. Tree of Life picture, that's it. The Tree of Life is amazing. Okay. That's just number one. Okay. Number two... Name another spot. The Safari... You know how but many you're not amazing pictures. pictures you can get on the safari? Oh, we're not even talking about, like, you're going to take pictures. You're just saying you're going to take, like, pictures of animals? Yes, they're amazing. I'm going to talk about a couple specific spots in Animal Kingdom that you can have as your backdrop so, for a photo. It, they are stunning. This park does not get enough love. So then here's what I don't, I'll say I'm not that. a huge Animal Kingdom fan. Y'all know that. I am not like, oh my gosh, park day, where should we go? Animal Kingdom. That's not me. But there are some awesome spots for photos there. For sure. Well, okay. I just, again, if we're going to take photos, I'll say save the park day and go to Animal Kingdom uh, Lodge and just go to the safari there. You're so just Whoops. wrong. Oops, I just gave them all the insider information. You're just so wrong. I will get into it. I do want to talk about the overall vibe of DAC. Disastrous. Oh my gosh, you, why oh. are you such an Animal Kingdom hater? No, I, I like Animal you Kingdom. You're a hater. You're sipping on that haterade for Animal Kingdom. Wow. That's unfortunate. Wow. I would say the overall vibe of DAC would be very just like naturistic. I, I, the colors I associate with it are very much like brown and green. Um, and and that's, that's another reason why I think it's such an amazing spot for photos. It is the most neutral color scheme you will find at Disney World. Everywhere else, it's crazy colors and loud what and about bright. Epcot? Epcot's like silver in the day. It's like no, white, basically. It's not, no. Get the monorail pictures. I mean. Neutral color scheme, go to DAC. Wrong. You heard it here first. Wrong. What do you think the overall vibe is? It? Disastrous. Animal, oh my god, that's not true. No, I'll give. <laughs> Animal Kingdom's a very earthy vibe. Very, you're gonna get a bunch of, like, nature looking shots. Like, nothing futuristic like or whimsical. Like you're in the Animal Kingdom. Right. I mean, it's going to match the park, yeah. I mean, I I can feel the facetiousism, but... <laughs> the facetiousism? Is that a even, word? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I now. agree. It has a very Earth-like feel to it, and I really like it because it's so different than all the other parks. It's not. It doesn't have that whimsical vibe. It doesn't have heavy pastels, bright colors, all that stuff. It's very Earth tones, n- neutrals, and that is so different from the other things we see at Disney. Um, I think we should jump into our last park. Also a controversial one here. Hollywood Studios. Unbelievably underrated for photos. Unbelievably properly rated. No. (laughs) No. Um, No, there are so many great spots at Hollywood Studios to take a really great picture. And the thing with Hollywood Studios is I think they're a lot more precise about their theming. And what I mean by that is they have a specific spot for just Toy Story. They have very specific spots that if you wanted a picture with, say, the Pixar ball, you could go and do that and get that photo at Hollywood Studios and it would look amazing. Hmm. Whereas Magic Kingdom, you know, it's a little bit more difficult. There's a, there, if you wanted a picture of, you know, I'm making this up, but if you wanted a picture of Winnie the Pooh, yes, you could go to the ride and try to get a picture out front of it, but it's not, 
it's not as specific as a place like Hollywood Studios is. Yeah, you're starting to convert my thinking on Hollywood Studios. They used to have, like, a lot of great spots, I feel, and then it kind of got away from it, but, uh, like, in the center of the park. Uh, but now, with Toy Story World, and I'm thinking specifically Star Wars, uh, Galaxy's That's Edge. That's another huge one, has a yeah. lot of great sci-fi photo spots. Absolutely agree. And Absolutely. in fact, walking in there is like, you're just like, whoa, like, this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even a Star Wars fan, to be perfectly honest with you, but we went to Galaxy's Edge with the last time we were there for our half marathon, and the photos that you can capture there because of how lifelike they made everything look, I mean, even in terms of, like, the scale of, like, size, um, you can get some really stunning photos, for sure. And that's where, if you're in the Disney, like, Instagram scene at all, or you follow Disney vloggers or things of that nature, a ton of their photos come from Galaxy's Edge, for sure. So, now I wanted to kind of start and talk about specific spots in each of these parks that really are great for your next Disney trip to go get a photo in front of. Are we talking about the Emily Enchanted Wall? Of course we are. <laughs> well, I know she caught flack for that. I'm she in support did. of Emily. So if any of you watch uh, a Disney vlogger called Emily Enchanted, she's probably one of, if not my favorite, Disney vlogger on YouTube. And she kind of coined this term and this place um, of the Emily Enchanted Wall. And it's actually in Hollywood Studios. It's basically right outside of Toy Story World. Um, and she, she was very good friends with Jessie from Toy Story. Um, so that aesthetic was very much her aesthetic, especially for the beginning of like her YouTube channel. And it's a really cool wall that most people wouldn't know about or go take a picture in front of, but it has a really, really amazing vibe because it has that like Jessie, Yeehaw, Toy Story The Jessie Yeehaw vibe. vibe. <laughs> it does. That's a whole, that's a whole vibe. So check yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a great space to take a, take a photo. It's also always like empty there. Um, but she apparently caught a lot of like flack for, I guess, calling it or nicknaming it the Emily Enchanted Wall. I don't know why, but she did. Um, but I stand with Emily, so I'm going to call it the Emily Enchanted Wall, and I think it's a great spot for a photo. And it looks great in her videos. It's nice, bright, vibrant. Yep. It's got a lot of good color. Yeah, it's awesome. I would also say if you're going to take a photo there, uh, <laughs> maybe a more neutral outfit uh, because the wall is, is pretty bright. Or and, and go crazy. crazy. Or I go mean, crazy. I, I really like that, that aesthetic, too, where you got a big, bright backdrop and then a big bright outfit it's like you could do that you too. gotta really own that though yeah nothing like, in between though you can't go like with a crazy top and like a muted skirt or something or agree pants yeah so. i think the emily enchanted wall is a great spot for a photo just personally but, and i th it, i will say this it's only good for like one photo you're not gonna get a bunch of photos you're gonna model a bunch of different poses but you're not gonna you know no you the, could get a bunch of photos you're gonna there. get the same aesthetic all the time not true that, that all depends on the outfit in my opinion Sorry, okay. That's true. Um, I like that spot though, and I think part of the appeal for that spot, as I said, is that no one really knows about it, which makes it that much better, in my opinion, because you're not fighting people to like get a spot to, to take a picture in front of it. It's pretty empty most of the time. Right. Uh, the next spot that I wanted to talk about, which is never, ever, ever empty, would be the castle. Unpopular opinion. Don't say it. I'm scared to say it. Don't say I it. Because I know that people are going to come for my neck. 
Don't say it. I think the castle is a horrible spot for pictures. Wow. I think it's incredibly overrated. Not to mention, it's always crowded. Like, you're never getting that good of a photo. Okay. And do you want to know why? It's because there's like 600 families in the background. That's but, why. Okay, so you just turn your exposure up and stay no, still for a long time. No. Boom, you'll get a photo. No. And here's I, my argument. Here's no, my no, argument. No, 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 no. If it's I so. I didn't get to finish my argument. Well, because it's wrong. <laughs> there's no point. Here, if it's so bad, why is it so crowded? Got him. No, here's Logic. why. I'm going to tell you why. Here is why it's so crowded is because it's, like you said, it's the weenie of Disney World. So it's the center point, it's the focal point, it's also the biggest spot for a photo because it's the largest structure at Disney World. And it's directly when you walk in, you can see it. So obviously people are going to want a photo there. But that does not mean that the photos taken there are actually good photos. And I stand by that. I know people are going to disagree with me. But I don't care because okay. I feel like I'm right on this. How about the Walt statue outside of the castle? Overrated. Too many people. It's not in a good enough spot. It, and I know Exposure people are going to... No, I know people are going to agree with me on this. Yeah, you have to get that classic Disney picture of you in front of the castle. I get it. Right. I do. Perfect. But... You just admitted you need it. But the picture is not actually going to be a good picture. That's it's what gonna I'm trying to say. It's going to be one that you set as your it's background. It's going to... No. Whoa. No. Whoa. No shot. It's going to be one that you're like, okay, I went to Disney World. I have to get this picture in front of the castle. But when I actually look back at my pictures from the trip, this is not going on like the highlight reel. Okay. So let's talk about this. I agree the castle can be a little crowded. A little? What about the projection mapping and the lighting on the castle? Overrated. So during Christmas when they do all the lights on the castle? Yes. Wow. Because they don't show up in a photo. If I'm the average person at Disney, which I am and I'm taking a picture with my phone, it's not a good photo. Even when it's light, uh, lit for Christmas or whatever the case, or for the fireworks show, I can't, as someone with just the average iPhone that has a pretty decent camera, I'm not getting a good photo of that. So what's your recommendation? That they go there, take the photo that they have to take to get the Disney photo, and then move yeah, on? Yeah, I would say, honestly, uh, if you walk over the bridge to Tomorrowland, there's kind of, it's a different side of the castle. It's the back well kind of the back of the castle that makes for stunning photos there you go there's it's, the pro tip it's the so truth. go to tomorrowland go, to the go to the bridge of tomorrowland stand in front of that little bridge you'll get the castle in the background there's nobody around it looks beautiful i get it you don't necessarily get like the the the, the entrance to the castle but you still get that same aesthetic and it's a much better photo in terms of background and not so many people and all that kind of stuff there you go. Yeah. I still think you need to take your, your Disney castle photo, but, you know, I can't argue with that it's crowded. No, you can't. <laughs> so, the next spot I wanted to talk about is in Dak, and it is the Harambe Market. Nope. Are you crazy? That's my vote. It is a wonderful spot for a photo. You put on, picture it, you put on a cute safari hat. You put on a cute little t-shirt. Nope. You put on a cute little t-shirt that nope. says... Are you going to keep doing that? Nope. 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 <laughs> you put on a cute little t-shirt that says Kilimanjaro Safari. You go. You have you have leopard print ears. That's a great photo. Yeah. That's the one vibe you're going to get. An earthy vibe. Right. But you're not going to get that anywhere else. 
but and you're not going to get oh. any other vibe. So this is a one-stop no, photo that's not shop. True. That's not true. Because if you go and I'm about to, you're about to totally, totally change your mind. Because you know what Animal Kingdom has? They have Avatar. Avatar is still very nature focused. Nature focused, but it's got a lot more of a water vibe. It doesn't have the earth vibe. Yeah, but you're so not, not going to show up like Katara from Avatar: The Last you Airbender. Might, you might. I one time I took a picture of the um, like the waterfall at Avatar. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's kind of like the centerpiece when you walk into floating rocks. That land. I don't think it was the floating rocks. It had more of like a waterfall to it. But I took a picture of that, and it was actually used on the Visit Orlando website. Because it was such a great picture. Wow, there you go. Dak. Clap back. Dak. So, I love the Harambe market. I think the busyness behind it and all that stuff just adds to a wonderful photo backdrop. All I'm saying is, Emily Enchanted Wall, we just talked about, you could get a bunch of different vibes depending on the outfit. You could get a bunch of different vibes at the Harambe market as well. Okay. (laughs) What am I going to say? No argument. (laughs) No, I get what you mean. I guess I guess in some ways it really does kind of box you into that one vibe. But I think that vibe is so great that it doesn't really matter. And my point is, you're not going to get that vibe anywhere else in Walt Disney World at all. So. Yeah, but Animal Kingdom sucks. He's... I can't. Uh, the next place I wanted to talk about is also in Animal Kingdom. And maybe you'll agree that this is a wonderful spot for a photo would be the tree of life that's the only wonderful spot in animal kingdom that's not true but it is a great spot for a photo and i think the difference is this is the center point or the focal point for animal kingdom for sure but what's different about it compared to the castle in magic kingdom is there is so much more space to take a photo and it's never as crowded so i think whenever you take a photo there there might be people in the background but the tree and the sky creates such a nice backdrop that it almost doesn't matter if there are people in the background yeah let me just say when i think of walt disney world like family photos like oh here's proof that we went to walt disney world what do i think about i think of a splash mountain ride photo i think of a castle picture and i think of a tree of life photo i agree tree of life is for sure up there it's an iconic photo and i think it just always people always probably get their photos done with photo pass or themselves or whatever and they always get the picture of the castle and then they get the picture of the tree of life and they always think that the picture at the castle is going to look amazing but then they always end up going to print the picture of in front of the tree of life and i stand by that and it's they're going to look very naturey while doing it that's all yep, i'm going to say it's a better backdrop uh the next place i wanted to talk about some people might not agree with this, but I think the giant Pixar ball in Hollywood Studios is a wonderful place for a photo. Really vibrant colors. Vibrant fun colors. atmosphere. Iconic. Uh, it's called the Luxo Ball. The Luxo Ball. Okay. Um, it's, it's iconic. Everybody knows that the Luxo Ball is associated with Pixar, and it's an iconic spot for a photo. What I also really like about it is they made it huge like it is so big so that when you actually stand in front of it you are the only one in the photo even if there's someone on the other side taking a picture or kind of like to the side of you taking a picture it still looks like it's just you in front of the pixar ball and it's a great spot to kind of showcase that you are at hollywood studios because everybody knows toy story land is hollywood studios plus i think that's right by where woody is right so you get the big woody there too it's just fun it's a fun place for a photo it's a great backdrop it's so iconic 
I just think it's great. It's so playful, too, right? Yeah. I just think it's... That's probably in, like, my top three places of a great photo. And you can also take funny ones there. Like, yes, you can just stand in front of it and kind of smile and, like, do a cute picture. But you also... I have one of Tim on my phone that I'll share to our Instagram where he's, like, hugging the Luxo ball. And it's just a cute... It's just a cute photo. It's, like, sweet and nice. So I think that that's probably one of my top three places, to be honest. I agree. I think that's... Uh, that might become more iconic as the parks kind of age because Toy Story Land is new. I agree. The next place I wanted to talk about, most people don't, it doesn't come to mind when you talk about amazing spots for a photo, but it's actually the Tangled bathroom. I think this is an iconic place for a photo. I think when we actually did um, a lot of chatting about this on our Instagram where we did, I think it was Tangled Tuesday, and I basically asked everyone if they thought that Tangled and Rapunzel deserved more than just a restroom in Magic Kingdom. A lot of people agreed that she did. Um, but I think the restroom and the aesthetic of it is actually really beautiful, and it's a great place for photos. And for all the people out there with partners who want to take photos, while you're in that land, there's also ten hidden pascals around that area that you can try to spend time finding, and they're camouflaged in. So you could take photos and try to find all ten pascals. Yeah, that is really fun. We Tim and I have done that before, and that is really enjoyable um, to try to find them. But the thing that I would say about this restroom area is the lengths that they went to to decorate it. They have the lanterns. They have the little tower. Like, it really, really resembles Tangled. And I just think it's a great photo spot, as odd as that is to say, because it is a restroom. And I do agree that since it is one of the most expensive movies that Disney's ever made, I actually think it might be the most expensive animated movie. I think it probably should have gotten a ride rather than just a restroom. I mean, it might in the future. That's true. It could. And I do think the restroom is really great, and I think it's a nice spot for photos. So I'm not hating on it. I think it's a fun spot, and I think it's different uh, compared to taking a picture in front of a ride or things of that nature. So let's talk about the one problem that it does have. Go for it. Stroller parking. Yeah. There's a lot of congestion in the area. That is very true. I, it is hard to get a photo that doesn't have at least one stroller in the background, if not more. Um, that is a good point that I did not think about. But if you kind of take it from a little bit more of like negative space up top and more just like focused on like the top of the tower and the lanterns and stuff, you can kind of avoid the stuff on the ground, meaning the strollers. Yeah, and I think Tangled has a lot looking up, yes, too. Yes, so. absolutely. I think it's a great space, and I think it's fun to have something a little different and have such a great spot for a photo at a restroom. And that's so Disney, to make even a restroom look so aesthetically pleasing and fun and make people want to stop there for a picture. So I commend them for that. Uh, one of the next places I wanted to talk about was Thunder Mountain Railroad in Frontierland. And I think this place gives a really fun vibe and a really different kind of vibe than a lot of other places. I think Frontierland in general is really fun and really, I don't know a better way to describe it other than feeling like you really are on the frontier. So I think it's fun. I think Thunder Mountain, Rail Thunder Mountain Railroad really exemplifies Frontierland. For sure. I think it's... Uh, 
a great there's a lot of dynamic action and there's a great photo spots around it yes there are a couple of great photo spots in Frontierland like Splash Mountain is awesome for a photo um I'll try to post the one that I took actually of Splash Mountain at night um on our Instagram Thunder Mountain is a great one there's a lot of spots even like the Trading Post or Country Bear Jamboree those are all really good spots for a photo and again Frontierland gives that different kind of vibe Country Bears is a little too crowded though because it's on like the main path yeah, it can be difficult, but it's a really great spot for a photo. I think Frontierland actually is probably one of my favorite fa- places to get a nice photo because it has such a fun aesthetic to it of, like, adventure and being on the frontier and all that kind of stuff. I just, I think it's really fun, so. And I will mention the hidden spot, uh the geyser point off to the right of big thunder mountain you can get really private photos over there yeah that's true that's a really nice spot um the last place that i wanted to talk about in terms of specific places for a photo would be the boardwalk international entrance so i think that boardwalk is a great space in general for a photo especially at night uh like seeing all of the places lit up like jelly rolls and the atlantic dance club espn all that kind of stuff But I will say that that entrance, when you go to Epcot, that international entrance, is a great backdrop for an Epcot photo. Yeah, I think you get a little bit of the countries, and off to the right, you get uh, a picture of France now. Yep, exactly. And again, the reason I put it on this list is because it's not crowded. It's never a crowded spot for a photo, which, in my opinion, helps to make a good photo if there's not crazy amounts of crowds and you're trying to fight with people to actually get a picture. Right. Uh, the, so let's talk about the big problem with it, though. Okay. It's very New Jersey vibes, which is where we're from. What do you mean? Boardwalk vibes. Oh, boardwalk. Yeah, it was, it was very created Jersey after Cape May. Yeah. Cape May was the inspiration for boardwalk. So I, I feel like for us, you could almost uh, just not go and just take photos and around just here. just take photos around here. No, I actually think... Disney does New Jersey better than New Jersey does New Jersey. I also think that about New Orleans. We went to the real New Orleans and we went to Disney's Port Orleans and I like Port Orleans more. Disney always makes a better version. It's magical Yeah, it's the magic version of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Boardwalk overall, not just at the international entrance, but also just Boardwalk, you will get stunning photos. And there's a wall there actually outside, I want to say Jelly Rolls. It's like a striped wall great backdrop for a photo so fun so beachy so cute also let's talk about boardwalk lobby they have those creepy clown chairs that's a fun that's a fun weird photo if you're into that sort of thing yeah exactly yeah i think boardwalk has a lot of great places because it's such a built-up restaurant um and resort area so i would definitely say for sure boardwalk is up there tim you know what time it is let's do fun facts Here's the fun fact of the week. So did you know that Disney, Walt Disney, the actual person, had a apartment that he used to observe others uh, in Disneyland? So above the firehouse in Disneyland, he had a full apartment. So that way he could look down from being in Disneyland and watch all of his guests. Oh, I actually, I did know that. Um, oh, well, I, I guess it's been... not that fun of a fact then. Is it? <laughs> it would have been so Maybe cool. we should change the name of the segment to Known Facts. <laughs> It would have been so cool to see that apartment. It's still there. 
It's still there. I think you can get a tour of it. There's also a t there's oh also gosh. a room in Cinderella's castle, but uh, Walt never got to stay there. Yeah, I. But you have to be like really someone important to stay at the castle. Right. They don't even allow people who, to pay to stay there. You have no. to basically win something to stay there. Yeah, or like be chosen. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really cool that he had an apartment there, and I I would have loved to see its decor and all that kind of stuff. Me too. I think it'd be really cool to get that background tour. Yeah, especially because I think he lived there, or well, not lived there, but he stayed there and stuff like that during the 60s. So to see how it looks now, because some of the 60s interior design is really coming back into style. So I just think it would be fun to see. I agree. And I I don't know how much, how much do you think they would charge for that now? I... If they were to sell that, say like full sell it. I don't even know. I, like, I couldn't even give a guess, because I have no idea. It'd have to be millions and millions, millions of dollars. Millions, for sure. Absolutely. Prime but... real estate. <laughs> Tim, you know what time it is? It's time for Q&A. So, we had a couple people submit some really amazing questions uh, for our Q&A segment this week, and we can't get... We can't wait to get to them. So our first question comes from Juliana, and her question writes, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Turkey legs, obviously. You you guys, there is a huge, like, underground movement to call out Tim for the lies. <laughs> I am the starter of the underground movement, and I the will tell you... underground <laughs> movement. And I will tell you why. He is a liar. I will video it next time, because we're kind of trying to get the YouTube channel up off the ground and stuff, but our next trip, I will video the amount of times that Tim is given the option to get a turkey leg and declines. He's a liar. He never eats turkey legs. Never. That's all I would eat for the rest of my life, uh -huh. turkey legs, okay. if I could. We're starting the underground movement, be aware. <laughs> um, if I could eat one food for the rest of my life, I'm going to take this and make it a little Disney-fied. So if I could eat one food for the rest of my life at Disney, it would be, oh my god, that's so, that's like one of the Maleficent most difficult comes. questions. I would say the truffle mac and cheese from the Yachtsman. Mm, that's a good one, but not as good as a turkey leg. You're... Underground movement. We're coming for your neck. Way better uh, than ice cream. The next question also asked by Juliana was, favorite place that you have traveled and somewhere you would want to go? So, favorite place I have traveled truly would be Disney World. I mean, I, I love it there. I think it's so fun and and just a magical time. Um, Some place that I would want to go that I've never been would be Disneyland Paris for sure, because it looks amazing, and I've always wanted to go to Paris, let alone Disneyland Paris. Um, but someplace that I would actually want to go back to, because I don't think I was able to really soak it in enough, would be Disneyland in California. I went there when I was a freshman in high school, or going into my freshman year of high school with my mom and my brother, and it was a really, really fun trip. We had a great time, the three of us, but... I wasn't as much of, like, a total Disney nerd then, so I would like to go back and kind of see it again and go through it again. What about you, Tim? I think my favorite place to travel is obviously Walt Disney World. I just recently went to Disneyland three years ago now, so it's been a while, but you got to keep in mind, COVID uh, has put a pause on basically all of our travel, so we haven't that been really true. anywhere. So 
one of my last places I went before COVID was Disneyland and Disney World. And you loved it. You loved Disneyland. I did like Disneyland. It's a lot smaller and it's not as good as Disney World, though. That's yeah. That's what I'll say. That's it's true, like but you there's leave... a lot more history to it than yeah. Disney World. It's like you leave the park and then you're immediately, like, just thrown into, like, normal California and you're like, wow, this is kind of jarring. Whereas Disney World, you get to, like, live in that bubble a lot more. If I were to travel to one place... I think I would want to go to Tokyo Disney World because they have the most advanced animatronics and it'd be really cool to see. That would be cool. And they also have a Disney park that nobody else has in the uh, Disney Seas. Oh, that would be cool. I agree. That would be really fun. Uh, our next question comes from Tamara, who is actually my mom. <laughs> and she writes, if you could be any Disney sidekick, who would it be? I think we've gotten a similar question to this on a separate episode. So I'm going to make sure that I kind of give a little bit of a different answer. If I could be a Disney sidekick, I think I would be, this is hard, but I think I would be Buzz. Lightyear? Yeah. I think I would be Spider-Man to the, to Iron Man. Why? Because then I get supernatural powers. You gotta think pragmatically in these questions. I would be Buzz Lightyear, who I kind of see a as toy. a sidekick. You to are Woody. a toy. And I would also be. You're monkey. I would say that Buzz is the sidekick to Woody in a lot of ways, so I would definitely be Buzz. The other one I would be would be Mushu from Mulan, because I think he's really funny. <laughs> Plus, he also has a lot of powers. Yeah, well, I, I agree. Powers, and I just would love to help Mulan, for sure. You said Spider-Man, right? Yes. That's such a terrible yeah, answer. Yeah, I wouldn't really like that. <laughs> but I would like the supernatural powers, so. I mean, I guess. So, I want to talk about the questions I asked on the polls this week. Uh, the first one being, do resort lobbies have a unique smell? 100% of you said yes. And it was funny because I got a lot of people who commented who were Disney locals um, and stuff like that saying that really only the true Disney people would realize that. And I agree with you. Um, but I think the resort lobbies have a very specific smell. An identifiable smell. An identifiable smell. Absolutely. You can buy candles of each of the smells as well. Yes, you can. Um, my dad and I, our favorite smell would be Port Orleans. Um, but all of them smell amazing. Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, really any You know which one doesn't smell great. amazing? Contemporary. Why? Because it's open mm -hmm. air. You can barely smell it. That's true. It doesn't have a super unique smell. But I also asked another uh, poll, which was your favorite resort. And a lot of people, the results were kind of mixed, but our top three were Caribbean, Riviera, and the Polynesian. Wow. The Caribbean beach being number one really surprises me. It wasn't, I don't think those are in order. Those were just the top three that people said. Right. That being on the top three is still surprising. People me. like Caribbean Beach. It's big. It's fun. It's cool. But it doesn't have any pirates. So what's the point? Oh my goodness! But I was. If I'm going to be on a Caribbean Beach, I want to see, you know, Jack Sparrow. Okay. Well, I wasn't. I was a little surprised to see Caribbean Beach as well because I don't think that it's really. I don't know. I wouldn't put it up there for resorts for myself. But Riviera, I obviously knew was going to be on there because it's brand new. It's beautiful. It's nice. It has Topolinos. And Polynesian, I think, is a classic. I think a lot of people really like Polynesian for the family vibe and just the overall things to do there and how close it is to Magic Kingdom. 
And then our last question, which we already kind of talked about on the podcast, but it was, do you think Tangled deserves more than a bathroom at Walt Disney World? And 90% of people did say yes. What did the other 10% say? They said no. Well, that the restroom was, the was, en- uh, was enough. Just definitely not enough uh, because I think Tangled, you know, for how much they invested in it, you'd really expect to ride. And there's so many fun concepts that you could do with that. Yeah, I agree. I also would say, like, how much Rapunzel is seen as one of the princesses. I think she deserves more than a restroom because she, if you look at any t-shirt or sweatshirt or princess merch, Rapunzel is on there front and center, like, you know, with Cinderella, Ariel, Belle. So I definitely would say that, I don't know, I would have given her more than just a restroom and maybe they will someday in the future. So Disney nerds, this officially wraps our 10th episode. We can't believe it. We can't believe we've hit double digits. We are so grateful to all of you who listen and tune in and respond to our polls and give us things to talk about and give us feedback. We really love you guys and we really appreciate it. Uh, We want to thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait to create more episodes. We also wanted to make it pretty clear because we did miss last week uh, uploading an episode. We will be uploading every Thursday. So make sure you mark your calendars. That is the date that a new couple of Disney Nerds episode will drop. And it is available anywhere that you stream podcasts. So please make sure you get the word out. We are trying to grow our listening audience. And we are so grateful to those of you that tune in. Nice and early in the morning on Thursday for your commute. Yes, exactly. So cancel your family plans, your family dinners, your family breakfasts. This is important. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys with love and a little pixie dust. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Nope. Nope.